that's what Vile Feast was there for. Yeah. Like, Control wasn't really playing it too much. It was more of an aggro card. So then it's like, the weaknesses of Vile Feast was that it couldn't go face. <laughs> they fixed that. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Casuals of Runeterra, episode 22. I'm your host, Ryan, here with your other host, Hetch. What's up? We got a, we got a lot to get into. Uh. Yeah, it's the next couple episodes are going to be fun. Um, there's been some announcements uh, recently that we will get into across a couple episodes, which should be fun. Um, so look out for some more Point X <laughs> episodes <laughs> where we talk about patches and announcements and etc. Uh, yeah. But for this one... We're going to start off. Dude, that, that's – okay. That I don't, Like, hear me out. Hear me out. Yeah, all right? Yeah. I heard that, and there's immediately, like, some merch ideas. So we get <laughs> we get a shirt that says C-O-R dot X. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I only watch their subsequent content. I don't watch the main <laughs> the main batches stuff. Yeah, the adjacent stuff is what I really, I'm really into. And we could advertise it on, like, Spanish radio, too. So it'd be like, <laughs> and, and, and be like, vamos a ir a la C, a la C, O, R, punto X. Punto X. So housekeeping, as always, you can listen to us anywhere. Um, if you can't find us, that's lying. Try harder. It's like when your mom says, look harder or go look again. When you can't find the thing she told you to look for, it's out there. All right. Um, follow us on Twitter. You can keep up to date easily um, on Twitter. That's where we upload and or not upload, but uh, we refresh that the most. It's at podcast, podcast core. I can't even talk. It's at podcast core. At C-O-R. And you can then send an email at the same name at gmail.com. And then, you know, like, follow, leave a review. And then, as always, you know what, Hetch, you just let me sit there struggling. I, I know, like, I'm too busy <laughs> laughing at you because you're already, like, it's already, like, it's like when your mom is telling you, oh, just look harder. And then you just stopped talking. Like, you just ceased to function. So that, that struck a chord with you, and it was your own joke. <laughs> the 22nd episode, and I, I've never been here before. This is what happens when you take a little bit of time off, right? <laughs> uh, why, why did we take care of ourselves? What a mistake. I know, I know, right? Right? But we do have a cheese line for them. So tell a friend to close their eyes and let the sounds of casuals of Runeterra power their dreams. Is that a cheese line or are you just trying to seduce me? Like, What, what are you doing, man? What are you doing to me? ASMR second. <laughs> so so stay to the game. Stay to the game. Um, I didn't get to play much because like like we talked about, kind of took us some bit, bit of time just to do other things. Uh, and stay away from the computer a bit. But I did get to play a bit of Elise Aggro, which is a deck that has kind of popped up after these recent updates. Uh, it's straightforward. It's Elise. Um, it plays like Doom Beast and some other cards that allow you to drain life. Um, uses some of the newer cards from Targon that came, or not from Targon, but from the Targon set uh, that came out for Shadow Owls. It's called the you... Call of Mountain set. Oh, that's that's true. The Call yeah. of Mountain set. This <laughs> actually. <laughs> but yeah it's, it's pretty straightforward you know you try to beat them down and then you finish them off by draining life and it has um decimate because it's decimate <laughs> you gotta have that reach man yeah. i know what, what are you playing um so i uh, i've been 
kind of similar to the last time we were here. I was playing a little bit more like traditional decks. I, I got to find like my little creative spark again, which I'm working on. But I've been doing Demacia Ionia Aggro, except I've been running Lucian instead of Fiora or yeah. Garen. You know, real champions. I've, I've been playing. <laughs> I've been playing one of my favorites instead. Uh, so I've been pairing him with Lulu. So I like to call the deck Lulu Lulu. <laughs> <laughs> you should change your username too. Why not? Just change my Lululu name to Lululu. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so let's but. hop into the main topic. Um, Naturnicate. So, <laughs> Naturnicate. The uh, Nocturne. I know, right? <laughs> I stole it from. Uh, oh my gosh! Why am I? Why am I blanking on from a Var uh, a Mars Volta song? Oh my lord! Um, I can't remember what it's called, but they did like they had an album where they took these long words, like took like two big long words and put them together to make a longer word, <laughs> and it was a cool concept. And I was like, hey, here's our chance, right? <laughs> but Nocturne, uh, yeah, we'll get to him or oh, it yeah. or yeah, whatever no, it is. Of course, we, we we have a format here. Yeah, yeah, he was he was a cool card, uh, and it inspired a lot of the cards that they released for the Call of Mountain stuff, um, which is cool. So, what, what what spell do you have for us? All right, so I I'm not I'm not trying to like big brain and go a little off of <laughs> trying to go you know bring it back like out of the corner. We're gonna go with you know something that just really calls out to Nocturne with with unspeakable horror, yeah, which is a two mana fast spell, and it is a drain one from anything. And it also has Nightfall, create a random non-champion Nightfall card in hand. And let's just go ahead and just, like, someone was at Riot brainstorming, and the whole brainstorm session was, how can we make Vile Feast better? <laughs> and that's that's how this card came to be. It was like... Exactly. Um, so much so that it just replaced Vile Feast. Yeah! Like... <laughs> No I one's mean, playing it anymore. Like, <laughs> Bile Feast, Bile Feast for the most part, was like put into mainly aggressive decks because it was, you know, a one damage ping to like help you kind of get like that little extra oomph to finish off, uh, to finish off like troublesome creatures on the board yeah. or to punish any creature that was just being played at one health, which uh, like especially like some of the bigger cards like Petty Officer and stuff like that. Like that would, that's what Vile Feast was there for. Yeah. Like Control wasn't really playing it too much. It was more of an aggro card. So then it's like the weaknesses of Vile Feast was that it couldn't go face. <laughs> they fixed that. <laughs> <laughs> and on top of that, like a benefit of Vile Feast is that it's giving you a body on the board. But it's just a 1-1. One, one. Whereas with this one, it is giving you card advantage and going face. Like, like what, what, like, what more do you want? Like, it's, it's the aggro definition. players, aggro players, never ask us for anything again. <laughs> the definition of power creep. But the cool thing about the coolest thing about this card, though, is definitely the uh, the lore implications. Oh yeah, like absolutely, because um, the. 
especially when we started getting a lot of the cinematics, not even just for Runeterra, but like the cinematics for League of Legends when they were doing the Fiddlesticks rework. Um, these guys out in the forest, like in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. near Shadow Isles with the lanterns and stuff. Like it's the art on the card. It's definitely calling to that. But then if you look, read at the card, the flavor text uh, is every passing day saps my spirit pulls from the vigor that compelled me to find this place the whale's tooth is full of haggard folk seemingly lost to all endeavor and i fear the longer i stay the more like them i become which is like already giving you an idea of like how this whole drain may be working lore wise but then it's a quote from the notes of jen's tommen historian Mm -hmm. like that's it's already like who's Jin's Tommen, but yep. and obviously Jin's Tommen was well known enough to be able to like have notes that's getting information about the Shadow Isles to yeah. the people of Runeterra. What are the lore implications? And the fact that they put it on a card that would become a staple of Shadow Isles was just already cool. It's like, what are we going to get more? Is Hetch reading too much into this? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? And that, that directly leads into the follower um, that we have here with one of the, de- you know, I talked about how well they named the dragons. This is just pretty straightforward and it's pretty good. Yeah. Doom yeah. Beast. <laughs> Tell us about Doom Beast. So Doom, Doom Beast, Beast is a three <laughs> mana Doom Beast. Doom, um, Doom Beast. Beast is a three mana, three, two with Nightfall. And his nightfall trigger is drain two from the enemy nexus, which again, aggro players don't ask us for anything else. We got you. We're done. And for the record, <laughs> as I just mentioned, I'm currently playing at least aggro. So the two cards that you have mentioned are in that deck. I'm watching you. I'm watching I know you. where you sleep. <laughs> I'm the nocturne for I you, know. Ryan. <laughs> Um, so like this card, this card is also like, um, you know, lore, it, it doesn't really like hold a lot of lore implications, like not nearly as much to me as, um, as unspeakable horror does, but like, it's giving you this whole theme as far as like how nightmares are coming to life, which is something that we're definitely going to get into the more, the deeper we look in the nocturne, Mm -hmm. but like the, it's Doom Beast kind of perfectly starts building this that world or like that little world starts building that story for us just in the art and the effect of the card. Um, and I also like that his drain effect is also like its own active, like because when you play it with the Nightfall trigger, it casts Torment. So like if you go and look at this card, it has a Torment on it. And that's an active effect that happens, which mm-hmm. can be denied and all these little different nuances for gameplay. But the real question with this card is, and this is kind of a question for you, Ryan, because um, to me, is this not the first dog that we've gotten in this game? You know, we have Poros, we have Elks or Elks, yeah. and then we have the Cats and we have Squirrels. Is this the first dog we've gotten? That's a good pickup. I think it is. I... And if this is the first dog we've gotten, this thing is horrifying. <laughs> and Man's the, worst friend. And all of the cats, all the cat cards are 
adorable. They're hysterical. The cats are clearly like, you know, intellectual creatures and everything. And then we have this walking nightmare. So Riot Games, do you hate dogs? All right. Like this this, this is a PSA from Hetch. I think Riot hates dogs. They're your cat people. So if our if our next episode never shows up, we know what happened. You know that I was onto something. Follow the clues. Follow the clues. Remember my name. So you know the, this nightmarish motif obviously feeds into the champion, right? Which is Nocturne, and Nocturne. You know, before I get to the story elements and the lore behind him, is when he was released. It was real cool because it was such an abstract explanation of what it was, right? You, you talk about, you know, you have spirits, you have these celestials, you have, you know, champions of these cities and these villages and whatever. But to have something that is just the manifestation of an idea is is cool. Um, and then it still has some vague, uh, vague stuff around it. But to get into it, the gist of it is towards the end of the rune, the rune wars, uh, you had a concept in rune terror where shadow magic was forbidden, forbidden art, which you've seen that in plenty of different, you know, literature before. Um, and obviously since it's forbidden, you're going to have some mages that are going to try it anyways, right? (laughs) That's the fun stuff. This is some standard fantasy lore, you know, steps that we're following here. Yeah. Because like the shadow magic, someone's going to go to the band magic. Yeah. So even in Ionia, you have people trying out the forbidden arts. Why wouldn't they in the shadow? Isles? It's kind of the place to do it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) If if Ionians can do it, you know, we can. (laughs) So the whole concern was like, hey, don't mess with the shadow, the you know shadow magic, because it, that stuff can leak out into the real world. And who knows what would happen? Uh, lo and behold, they tried anyways as a last ditch effort uh, in this ongoing war. And what this allowed them to do, the benefit was that it essentially pushes them into the spirit realm, but gives them the power to like stalk and, and play with their enemies and drive them insane. Um, they can mess up like allegiances uh, and they, they can play on that whole aspect of the otherworldly. Uh, side of things, although they had to give up their own body to do so. Uh, the funny thing about it is you give up your real world self to go into the spirit world. They started to disappear <laughs> due to the accumulation of people messing with the shadow magic. You had this dark torment concept appear, which led to Nocturne's creation. So Nocturne is a pure creation of just pain, evil and dark intent. Right. And what he does is he hunts anyone foolish enough to enter the dark realm by using these arts. And then after feeding on and feeding on and feeding on the fears of anybody who comes into that realm, he got everybody. And then he started to starve again. He started to wean. And what happens is because of the rune war and that whole major event creates this tear between the spirit realm and Runeterra. And he uses that alongside of all the dread from the war and these people having nightmares and all these soldiers or whatever to manifest himself in the real world. And that's a problem. <laughs> it's a real problem. Have you ever seen Freddy? Yeah, you you know <laughs> what can happen I'm when he starts you said that because I was just going to say, eat your heart out, Freddy Krueger. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> a, he, he made it to the real world. B, he got everybody. Like, that's, that's what's the most terrifying thing. It's not even like, all right, we've contained the threat. No, we've just left. We're, we're gone. Like, how many survivors? None. We're out of here. <laughs> we got to go. 
So, yeah. And so he makes it out and he just roams Runeterra, essentially preying on anyone who's mentally weak or has a weakness of spirit. Since that's a big concept and, you know, has like a broken mind. He takes advantage of that to stay, stay alive. That's 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 so goal. He's just uh, it's almost like a wild animal. It's just meant to constantly feast and to prowl. Um, and that takes us into the card, which the card is really cool. Like the way yeah, they were able, absolutely. I mean, I don't know how many times we're going to say it. They're good at their jobs, right? <laughs> the way the way they bring cards to life for these champions is really good. So for Nocturne, you have a four-costed 5-3 with Fearsome, which is, you know, strong ability. And it has Nightfall, grant an enemy vulner- vulnerable, and give enemies negative one, negative zero this round. And to level them up, you have to attack with five plus nightfall allies. So not five plus times, just five other uh, five plus allies. And I think he counts himself. I can't remember. Yes, he, he yes, counts. Yes, right. He counts any any follower or champion with nightfall as well as whether or not you've triggered the nightfall. Like as long as the the follower says nightfall on the card, it's counted. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think everybody's familiar with the spider uh, frenzied skitter, which has had some changes uh, in the past, but the strong part of that ability is where it weakens your opponent's creatures um, to make that uh, battle or that attack more more. Uh, it could be it makes the attack better for you, and even on defense, it's a good card to buy yourself another turn um, because it makes it unfavorable for your opponent. Uh, so, very strong ability on the card straight up. I think it's costed well, and then once it flips. It just gets better, right? So you get the plus one, plus one normally, and it still has fearsome, but other allies have fearsome, and then when you play a unit, give enemies minus one, minus zero this round. What could make Frenzied Skitterer better? (laughs) Make Frenzied Skitterer betterer. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) What? 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 Lulu do? Lulu. From the man who brought you. <laughs> Listen to our show and buy our non-existent our merch. merch. <laughs> Save Ryan from Hatch. Oh man. But yeah, it's 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 crazy because at this point, you know, the deck he belongs in is obviously an aggressive deck. He wants to be around creatures um, because he pumps those creatures, and then you want to be able to, you know, one-two punch and finish out the opponent. But the fun thing about these styles of aggro decks is that your goal is to get bored and then keep it, uh, and it's a lot of pressure. Uh, so you know, cards in hand are irrelevant. I like, and I also love too that like how different this plays from a lot of other aggro decks because obviously in card games for the longest time it has just been that aggro aggro has all the misconception has always been that it's been the easiest decks to play are aggro decks yeah like you play aggro when you don't have to think and there's in every card game there's examples where (laughs) that's just not true and runeterra's already had those examples for us before and then nocturne introduces a completely different way to play aggro Mm -hmm. because you can have a board of relatively like smaller creatures and then you play Nocturne, and if you've held your hand out right, you can get in an attack that's almost entirely unblocked just because of giving everyone fearsome and reducing their attack. And 
it's again you know you had already harped on it like i've been back and forth like constantly because it's like oh this card doesn't translate from nocturne well oh well no like the vulnerable aspect is like nocturne jumping on someone with his ultimate Mm -hmm. oh and reducing their attack is you know like reducing the vision of everyone with his ultimate and it's just like no wait no they did a good job crap (laughs) <laughs> crap <laughs> like, so like when it first came out i was flip-flopping back and forth and then it's yeah. just like i reasoned with myself it's like no this card is a fantastic and b a great translation of the of the champion it's a I, like it's, what a what a good game <laughs> like what a good what a good game what a good game um, and it only gets better which we'll talk about in later episodes but before we finish this one i kind of exposed myself on hedge's challenge for today i'm sorry i couldn't help myself but who would win Freddy Krueger or Nocturne? <laughs> Obvious, and obviously I've kind of exposed my answer. Nocturne. Freddy Krueger, <laughs> A, left some kids alive. <laughs> B, B, like every time that he was able to like kind of break through the dream dimension into the real world, you know, like the good guys survive and make it. And then he's yeah. trapped back in his world. No, Nocturne killed everybody. <laughs> They're all dead. <laughs> and then it's, what was the human solution? Lock the door. <laughs> and it's like, that's not going to do anything. Lock the door and we're leaving. We're just never coming back here. <laughs> and that's, that's it. So then you have people on the other side of Runeterra, like falling victim giving their life force away whenever they go to sleep because Nocturne just found their dreams from all the way in the Shadow Isles. And it's just like, Mom, Dad, I had a really bad dream. And it's just like, sorry, kid. Sorry, we can't do anything about it. Just don't tell anybody. That's true. And I, I think I think the major thing for me was that, obviously, in the, you know, Freddy Kruegerverse, if you want to call it that, <laughs> um, he has his own trauma and his own um, weaknesses, which obviously Nocturne can feed on. And because Nocturne is more of a spirit where Freddy Krueger was a person, he has that that advantage, right? He has that leg up. Yeah. Uh, so Nocturne all the way. Uh, horror fans, don't add us. Don't add us. Please, <laughs> please don't. We didn't mean it. <laughs> um, now, like, now, if this was a... Because Nocturne is also a great example of a lot of like the reworked lore characters because i i'm showing my age here um Mm -hmm. back in the day nocturne his lore consisted entirely of summoners which were players because you know league of legends takes place on the summoners rift summoners tried to summon the strongest spirit they summoned nocturne nocturne killed them Nocturne's now here. That was the lore. That was it. Now, Freddy Krueger had a chance against that Nocturne. Yeah. yeah. But the, the, this rework is just, you know, like they. Riot went back and they did with too much work on it. They gave him too much. Yeah. <laughs> he's, too, he's too powerful. He's too powerful. But with that, thanks for listening. And we'll be back soon with the next episode. Take care, everybody.